Are you struggling to make your first 100K or next? Are you pretending you're successful, but barely getting by? Are you tired of comparing yourself to millionaires and billionaires who make it look so easy? Welcome to First 100K, the number one entrepreneur voice in America. I talk about the important things that no one else is talking about, like how to make your first $100,000, because I believe this is where 90% of entrepreneurs get stuck. And I tackle the mental game of entrepreneurship that we all secretly struggle with but won't admit. My guests are successful entrepreneurs who share their mistakes, their number one fears, their daily habits, and their superpowers that push them over the 100K mark. I'm your host, your coach, your friend, Joseph Warren. I'm also a 10-time failed entrepreneur and the owner of two co-working spaces here in Tampa, Florida. This show was created for you the entrepreneur who's pushing to break through the elusive 100K milestone. Wherever you are in your business, you're just 100K away. Do you wish growing a business was easier? Are you feeling frustrated that it's taking so long to make your first 100K? I used to feel the same way until I discovered the one thing that was missing. It wasn't more marketing tips or strategies. It wasn't reading more business books and it wasn't learning more stuff. I could show you what's holding you back and blocking your success if you like. Typical side effects include higher income, peace of mind, loving relationships, real connection with God, freedom from addictions, purpose, fulfillment, and a brand new lifestyle. It all starts by scheduling a spiritual clarity call with me to get clarity on what you want right now in your life and to see if we wanna work together. Visit josephwarren.net forward slash possibilities to learn more. That's josephwarren.net forward slash possibilities. Today, my featured guest is Dr. Dorian Williams, and he was the Air Force's first African-American pilot psychologist, physiologist. Let me say that correctly, physiologist. (laughs) He's now a proudly retired lieutenant colonel. He received his bachelor's degree in aeronautics and human factors engineering. He also holds multiple master degrees in education, theology an aeronautical science, as well as a doctorate degree in divinity. This guy is like Mr. Education here. I'm a little jealous, to be honest with you, Startup Nation. He owns Strategy Brother, uh, which is a, a success coaching and life coaching company. And Dr. Dorian's heavily endorsed book, Strategic Planning for Black Folk, will be released on January 20th, 2020. Now, his junior high school, His junior high sweetheart and now wife is business director of a Fortune 500 company. His son is an All-American hurdler and now works for ESPN. And his daughter is also an All-State hurdler at the uh, University of North Texas. So can you just say success, Startup Nation? Like success, success is surrounding Dr. Dorian, his family, everything they're touching. It's like the Midas touch. But we're going to get into his first year starting this coaching company, this life coaching company, and what it's like and the mental game that goes on in his head of uh, transitioning out of military life into civilian life and then building a company because there's a whole set of challenges there that you probably can relate to. 
So Dr. Dorian, welcome to your first 100K. Go ahead and fill in some of the gaps in that intro, would you? Yeah, hey, hey Joe, I appreciate you having me on. I'm just uh, really excited to be here, and I think you covered quite a bit of it. I think the, you know, the one thing I would say is uh, all that sounds great, but I think what most people probably wouldn't would get was uh, what drove me to it, and that was coming from a, a place of need and want and, and, and being raised by a single mom, kind of living a fatherless existence, and uh, just believing that there had to be something better. And uh, I just had the audacity to do something about it. And uh, I kept having those audacity moments, um, you know, over my lifetime. And hearing you read it, all I hear is I was had the audacity to do that. I had the courage to do that. I had the stupidity to do that. I didn't know I shouldn't have been doing that. I don't know how I did that. And I realized really honestly, if it wasn't for God on my side, brother, I wouldn't have done any of it. So that's how I got here, man. And I'm, I'm grateful, brother, for the, for the opportunity. Love it. And, you know, I really connect with you on the uh, being raised in, you know, more of a poverty situation with a single mom. And I was as well. And I remember I made, a, you know, a conscious decision at a very young age that I wanted my life to be different when I got older. Yeah. I wanted three things. I wanted to be happy. I wanted to be healthy. And I want to be wealthy. I love it. That was my simple dream as a boy, right? And I yeah. went out and at age 19, we hit $2 million in revenue with our, my first company there. And I was off to the races, but nobody taught me how to do life. I love nobody it. taught me how to be a man. Yeah. And, and, and I burnt it all away, right? But what, were your, what was your like vision statement? Did you have one at a young age? Like, yeah. what was it where you started chasing and, and what was that fire, that fuel? Yeah, it's so interesting. I mean, I think the, the first thing you said, which ironically is, you know, the poverty statement is so heavy because I don't think we even understand that you're living in poverty because it's just normalcy, right? So even to hear you say it and when we throw that term around, it could be offensive to some people. You know, my mom probably listened to this and watching this now is like, baby, we were, we did not, we were not raised in poverty. I you provided know? everything. Exactly. She did. She was an amazing, an amazing provider. You know, she, uh, but in that, you know, she taught me and I learned work ethic from her. She worked graveyard shifts uh, at convenience stores as long as I can ever remember. And she did it well. So I had a lot of opportunity to watch my mother wake up at two or three o'clock in the morning and uh, leave me before school and go work all day long and still cook for me and have a meal when I got home. And so for me, what really drove that was the want to not see, and this is gonna sound so funny and so simple, and this is, I'm not being a lush and trying to, you know, let my wife know she's the greatest thing since sliced bread, but I said to myself, I never wanna see uh, my woman work like my mom did. Mm. So that is what drove me um, to say there's got to be better than this. There's got to be a better way. And uh, a lot of my drive was to ensure that I was the very best provider I could be. And that was all I knew. Much like you said, we didn't know Jack about being a man. I just knew, hey, we need money. We need money all the time. And we don't seem like we have enough. So all I knew was I got to do something to bring more of that stuff in so the people I love don't have to be off somewhere else doing all these things all the time. So that was my aha moment was really just starting to be inquisitive about people that had more, uh, that, that, that had more, I mean, everything from their bicycles to their cars to both their parents at home. 
I became a very nosy investigator, you know, and mm-hmm. I started going, hey, what are your parents doing? What are your parents doing? How did they get here? And I, and I started to become a sponge and uh, I said, hey, I'm going to make sure that I'm better than my competitor at all times. And as an athlete, that was really easy for me to do. Um, really easy for me. So I just would, would kind of challenge myself that everything was competition and I wanted to win and it, it worked out for me. Mm. Yeah. Startup Nation, I think this is powerful what Dr. Dorian is saying. You really have to have the fuel that's going to light your fire and sustain your fire if you're going to build this company, this dream that you're on the path to building. Right. What, what is that fuel for you? For, for Dr. Dorian and myself, it was a tough childhood, yeah. right? And for many of you, you've had a tough childhood and maybe that's your fuel, but you just haven't articulated it yet. Yeah. Well, get on it, articulate <laughs> it, and then decide what do you want and yeah. why do you want it? The why is so, so important. Like Dr. Dorian wanted, it, you know, he wanted to create this better life for his future wife that he hadn't even met yet, but he knew what he didn't want. And that's how he was raised. And I knew what I didn't want. And, and I just wanted the opposite of it. I didn't know exactly what it looked like, but I took that youth and that energy and that drive. And I just started chasing and hustling and working. And I outworked everybody. I did 110 hours a week, Startup Nation. So if you're sitting there doing 40 or 60 in your startup business and complaining and whining, just know there's people that are outworking you. Right, right. And they're going to reap the rewards if they stick with it. Yeah, yeah. So Dr. Dorian, uh, let's get right into this. Um, So first off, we're speaking with Dr. Dorian Williams. You can find him at strategybrother.com. What a cool name for a coaching company, strategybrother.com. And uh, Dr. Dorian, uh, let's get into how did you make, um, well, I know you're on the journey right now, okay? You you got this coaching company, Strategy Brother. You're not even out of year one. You're still in your first year, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, got it. And revenue-wise, about how much gross revenue uh, have you done approximately in the past 12 months? Well, not even 12 months, whatever you're at, seven months, yeah. eight months. Yeah, yeah. It's been more, if I took a quarterly, because I really have only really done one quarter. And so we're at about 30 grand is where we are for that one quarter. Okay, got it. Now, what's that like for you? Because I'm guessing in the military, you made more than that, yes. right? And. <laughs> <laughs> Probably far more than that as a lieutenant colonel. So now you're transitioning into civilian life and you're probably taking, I'm guessing here, a lot of those military disciplines um, and you're translating that, all that leadership, right, tactics and, and everything. And you're, you're putting it into this business, yeah. um, but nobody's shown you how to do it out in the business world. What's right. that like for you to make that transition from the military? And you and I spoke off camera about this. The military provided you that built-in accountability structure and environment, but now you come out into the real world, so to speak, the business world, and there is no built-in accountability. You have to build those structures. What's that like for you? Yeah, it's been, um, it's funny you say that. I think for most, you know, most, most veterans, right, when we, when we make that transition, you are, it's difficult. Uh, It's difficult, I think, initially, because you're used to having policies and procedures and checklists for everything. And when I tell you, Jay Warren, I mean, for everything, I mean, every single thing. I mean, if you're the snacko, 
the snacko for those of you that aren't military is like you're responsible for keeping snacks in the building and so typically there was a junior ranking person so when they hand you a checklist the first day you show up it's like okay get keys to truck start truck up get checkbook go to grocery store buy healthy drinks right you know it, it so you start to think very methodically uh, about it all and then all of a sudden when you make this transition out of method and into creativity into madness you have none man this is like this is crazy this is bananas like you don't you mean we don't show up at a certain time we don't uh you don't have a, a key performance measure that you have to reach by a certain time you don't have a supervisor that's been trained with 30 years of the best training you can get who understands strategy and tactics and it you know we're thrown into these opportunities where you gotta you know this this poor soul who thinks they're gonna lead you and and you're thinking to yourself like how did i get here you know how, how did i find myself uh from you know saving and defending my country to looking at this guy who can't host a meeting uh and so it was it was I think there's some real flaws um, in some of our mindsets and you realize it very quickly that your way and this leadership way that you know doesn't translate completely over into the civilian sector at, at all. So you have to go recreate and refine your innovation. You know, you don't need a checklist. Just what does your gut tell you? You know, do the research and don't be so risk averse. And that's what I try to tell anybody that's coming out. Um, and they're starting a business for Startup Nation, those are all your listeners, you know, it's just you can't be risk averse and, and you have to be willing to say, okay, I'm managing my risk, I've analyzed the risk, and can I handle the worst case scenario? And if I can handle the worst case scenario, I'm going for it. You know, I, I plan for it and I deal with it. And that is where the military comes into play is I look at my, I look at the enemy and uh, if I crash here, uh, am I gonna live or die? You know, and if I survive the crash, I'm badder than you. So I'm going to live. I'll take the risk. You know, I'll do what maybe someone else didn't do because I know that at the end, I have a strategic advantage. And, and that has helped, you know, with that transition from the, from the military to the civilian sector is, uh, is the strategic thinking process. Like, while it may not be checklist centric, in my mind, I'm still running a checklist. Mm. Yeah. I really get that. And Startup Nation whether you're military background or not, I think you get it as well, you know, in your gut, like, what are you missing right now as you enter 2020? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Many of us are, we're going to set these resolutions or whatever you want to call them, these new goals and visions for the new year, but you have no method in place. Yeah. Now, yeah. how easy would it be if you followed the example of Dr. Dorian where he said for the snack person, they just follow this checklist, right? Get in the truck, turn the key, yeah. go to the grocery store, pay, buy these items, yeah. right? If only your business showed up that simple, like, but nobody's going to show up and write you a checklist of to-do yeah. items for your business as the business owner. That's yeah. up to you to write that checklist for yourself and possibly for your team. Right. But when you write that checklist, will you stick to it? Now, if you struggle to stick to it, I'm going to recommend you do what I do. Pay someone to hold you to it. Right. Pay someone for accountability. So the military provides accountability structure. Out in the real world, you don't have it. So you have to create it or pay for it. 
I highly recommend get a business coach, get a spiritual coach, get a a family coach, right? A relationship coach for all the areas of your life where you want to win, get a coach. Exactly. Exactly. What do you want to add to that? Yeah, I'll say that was, that it was funny that you say that, that that's, that was one of the real challenges there was, I didn't realize how built in that accountability was until I didn't have it. Right. And so I really, it's ironic that I would, you know, start a life coaching and a success coach business uh, and company because I really thumbed my nose at it. I'm telling you, I thought these are the weakest human beings I've ever met in my life, right? That you have to have some Joe Smo sit in front of you and tell you what to do, right? And, you know, sit on his or her couch and give you suggestions and it just seems so weak. I mean, I really just thought, Oh my goodness. And then until I got, but you, out, but you just described the military. They will just tell you. Yeah. And so then, you know, I get out and I'm like, man, I need somebody to help me. <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, you know, so it, it just was the transition piece. So I encourage anybody, you know, it's funny. Uh, we just don't know what you, what you don't know until somebody tells you. Mm-hmm. And, and I found that the real, no kidding, highly skilled um, coaches, life coaches, success coach, spiritual coach, essential skills coach, whatever you, whatever gap there is, you don't know everything. And I think that's one of the most powerful revelations a person can have when they're starting a business is somebody's doing this better than you today, right now. And if you can find that person and create a relationship and they monetize it, where I would have thumb my nose at it before, I write the check with no questions asked. Because I say, okay, help me figure out what I don't know and use your expertise to help me get there. And it's made a big difference for me um, and, and the transition into really understanding how to sustain a business. A lot of folks start, but they can't sustain it. And I think that through the coaching and mentorship and accountability is where you get that sustainability concept from, that strategy from. Mm, that's so powerful. Startup Nation, go get yourself a coach for the area of life where you want to win or win yes. bigger. Yeah. Like that's, that's the bottom line, right? Yeah. Or don't. Yeah. And keep struggling and complaining. Yeah. Like that's up to you. But honestly, we don't want to hear it because right. you're not doing what's needed. No. Always find the person who's a few exits past you in the thing, the place you want to go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and you'll start winning in that area. That's right. That's right. Okay. So Dr. Dorian, let's get uh, pavement to the road here. What are your top three tips or strategies uh, mm-hmm. for making your first 100 K uh, this year in 2020? And okay. maybe for you, because you, right, you're not even a year in, you're a quarter in. Right. Uh, maybe it's things to avoid for startup mm-hmm. nation that you've learned really quickly in a quarter, um, or it's things to actually do that have gotten you to where you are and are about to propel you over the hundred K mark. What do you got? Exactly. What are your top three? Yeah, I say, I say, number one, I, w- I would definitely say that you need to make sure that whatever you're starting, whatever your company, whatever your business is, is a vision and not a dream. And what I mean by that is, is that you have to make sure you filter your dream into a vision because a lot of our dreams are not realistic. There's no, there's a lack of awareness. Is it even reachable? Um, it's just really more about the possibility of what you could do. And a lot of people have started businesses on a dream and, and dreams don't have strategic vectors they don't have metrics so these people are you know if you're out there operating on a dream you got to stop it now and you got to transition that dream into a vision and the vision is what you've already become you see yourself there so you got to sit down and say vision is prophetic a dream is just that it's potential 
And I see a lot of people where they, their dreams, their, their, their real gifts and talents die at a dream. Yeah, I mean, it, it, what Dr. King was really saying was I have a vision. That's what he was really saying. When, he's, when he projected that and he said, I see my children, you know, that are regardless of their race or their color, their creed, they're holding hands with other people their age. That wasn't a dream. The title, because it sold well and it preached well, <laughs> right? I have a dream. It just wouldn't have went over, well, I have a vision. It just wouldn't have the same, the same power. But he was really saying, I've already seen them. I've been to the mountaintop and he said, I've seen it. What he was saying, I got a vision. So you got to sit down and ask yourself, am I living in a dream right now? Like, is this, can this even be done? Have I done the, the right level of work and research? Or is this a vision? Because if it's a vision, you will love what you're doing and it will not be work. It will not be work. If you would do what you do for free, you're doing the right thing. Amen. Yeah. What do you got? Number two, top Number tip two, or strategy. Definitely, I would say that the biggest thing there is to create measurable goals. Mm. This is another part of, of what I believe is kind of the, the very vague, uh, this is a great idea when I start, but it, you didn't have a measurable goal. And so you have to sit down and say, if I want to be, I, and I hear this all the time in some of my clients, you know, I want to be the world's best golfer. Okay, well, how do you measure that? Okay, there's rankings. Uh, there's, there's, there's money earned. There's, you know, how you are invited to what types of, uh, of tournaments you're involved in and what you're invited to. There's, there's a strategy and there's a metrics out there that tells you if I want to sell toys, how many toys do I need to sell over the year? How many toys do I need to sell this quarter? How much am I paying for the toys? You know, what's my markup? Am I, do I have a community minded giving mechanism as a part of that? You know, because I believe in being whole, you know, I'm not going to shy away from my faith and the God element being, hey, I'm giving to my church and giving to my community because that's going to enlarge your footprint to the nonprofit sector, which is still a business. So um, I think that you have to sit down and make sure that you have measurable and uh, measurable goals that you and your coach can hold yourself accountable to on a regularly scheduled basis. I like it. And may I add to that? Absolutely. So Startup Nation, I just want to create a different lens for that because sometimes we get caught up with the word goals and a lot of yeah. us have different translations of the word. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to use uh, create measurable milestones yeah. um, just to piggyback. And, and I want you to picture right now, Startup Nation, you're driving to California. That's, that's the vision, right? And, and you're going to say, right, go to this specific place for a weekend and it's the dream and you're bringing your spouse, right? You got this very clear vision of it's already happened. I see it. Boom. Just like Dr. Dorian saying, well, what are those milestones along the way, right? You want to be there in 30 days. Okay. So what have you picked uh, the first state that you want to get to by this date? Mm -hmm. For example, you're in Florida in Tampa with me is where you're starting out and you want to travel, right? Well, I want to be in Texas, right? By this date, by day 15, I want to be in Texas. By day 18, I want to be in Arizona, right, right? Right. Very specific milestones with timelines. Love it. So that you check that box and you know you're making progress because that's where most of us give up. We don't see the progress. Yeah. We just see the gap between where we are and where we want to be. But yeah. we don't look backwards and say, look how far I've come. Right. That's right. Anything you want to add to that? Yeah. Yeah. Human beings are motivated by movement. You know, that, that's the one thing that, 
you know, I'm sorry, like we, we, we've created a culture now where we get peak ribbons for people who didn't perform at a level, you know, that, that was, was winning. And so I think that what happens is, you know, we found that people are motivated by, by movement, by attainment. We're very reward centric. And this is a way to build in those attaboys and those pat on the backs, right? For, hey, I'm doing it. I, I you know what? I wanted to reach 100K this year. I know I'm at quarter four and, or quarter one and I've reached 30K. So guess what? I've exceeded my goals. So what that does is allows me now going into the second quarter of the business, I can say, hey, I did good, this works. But then you gotta look at the metrics, right? You go back and say, was it because it was the holidays? Well, you know, depression's at a, at a higher level. People need to talk to you. So you have to then plan for that second, that second milestone, if you will, that you brought up to say, okay, my client, my client base could go down. Um, the people buying toys could go down because it's not December. Like you have to plan for that. And then that way you don't beat yourself up the same way that you patted yourself on the back for the first quarter of success. Cause you go, Hey, I'm averaging where my intended milestone was. If it was, 25 grand a quarter. I got a plus five, right? There you go. So now I love it. It's such a great milestone. It, yeah, it's such yeah. a good way to look at it, Dr. Dorian. And I'm just going to piggyback on, on that quote because I love that quote you just gave. Human beings, startup nation, human beings are motivated by movement, not goals. Yeah. Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. You and I are not motivated by goals, no. but no. we are motivated by movement. When we yeah. see we took an action and it worked, yes. don't we want to take the next one? Absolutely. Every day of the week. That's yeah. what's missing startup nation. The reason why you're not motivated is because you're not moving. I love it. Yeah, that's it. That's what it comes yeah. down to. I love that. Dr. Dorian co-creating that one together. What's yeah. your number three uh, top tip or strategy? Ooh, this is, this is a tough one, but I think this is, this is, this is, this is my top secret one here because I'm an avid chess player. And, uh, and so for me, it, it's about your decision-making and using the three move principle. And, and what I mean by that is, is um, going into this 2020 year, I encourage you, and I've learned this, I think the hard way in a lot of ways, uh, don't live in the moment of the one decision. In other words, know that every move really results in a second, a third, and a fourth move. So you can actually predict the future by using the three move principle. It may look like I'm doing this just to do this, but I'm really doing this to do that. And I'm really doing this to do that. So you start to project, you know, that if I do this, I'm going to have to, I, I want to move here just so I can move there. And I'm moving there just so I can move there. So you think about it, you put up a website. If you are just living in the moment of putting a website up and you don't think three moves down the line, you're wasting your money. I see so many people that hire these marketing, strategic marketing firms and people that can make these great logos and then all you have is this great logo on a t-shirt and you don't do anything with it because you didn't use a three move principle, right? If you know you have an opportunity to speak and you don't get major speaking opportunities, you get a chance to pitch to a, a funder or a lender or a potential thought partner. Okay, so you should work your way backwards from there. Okay, I need a polo. I need business cards. I need a good elevator pitch because I'm gonna show up. I'm gonna see this person and they're going to they're going to offer me money and I want to have a business plan and a model ready. So I'm showing up in that briefcase. You should show up in that briefcase with your three move data. You have your three move stuff. If you say, Dr. Doran, I want to give you one hundred thousand dollars. I want to I want to fund this idea you have for five hundred grand. Do you have a business model? 
the bad answer is, let me go back to my office and I'll send it to you. You're losing. You're losing. Because I'm waiting for you not to have your ducks in a row at that same meeting. Because I'm going to have mine. I'm going to have business cards. I'm going to have my website. I'm going to have my perspectives. I'm going to have all the stuff I need because I was thinking about that the moment I printed that t-shirt. I was not thinking about that t-shirt. I could care less about that t-shirt. I'm thinking about what that t-shirt is going to do for me. Startup Nation, Dr. Dorian, you know, my simple brain just translates it this way. The purpose of your next move is to get you to your next move. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Like that's simple. Yeah. I know Oprah Winfrey and many other great, famous, successful, uh, mega successful people. Uh, they have one simple strategy for how they got to where they are. Yeah. People ask them, how'd you do it? How'd you do it? Well, I just kept asking myself the same question over and over again. What's the next move? I love it. Yeah. What's yeah. the next move? And yeah. just like a strategy, you know, a chess game, what's the next move? Yes. And if I do that move, what's the next move? Right. And after I get to that move, what's the next move? And it's very simple when you look at your business and break it down into one question. What's the next move? Very yeah. simple. All right, Dr. Dorian, we're running out of time here. Obviously, yeah. we could go deeper with this. Yeah. But yeah. Startup Nation, we're listening with Dr. Dorian Williams. You can find him at strategybrother.com, strategybrother.com. Something he didn't tell you, and, and I hope this is okay to say, Dr. Dorian, and I can ask for forgiveness afterwards. Uh, <laughs> but um, you're financially set up for life, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. So you don't have to work. You don't have to do this business, but no. you're choosing to. So Startup Nation, I know for some of you, you're like, wait a second, this guy's only hit 30K in his first quarter. Why do I want to listen to him? Well, one, because he doesn't have to work another day in his life and you do. <laughs> That's a reason right there, isn't it? And right. I'm not being a wise guy, but I'm being real. Right. Yeah. And, and yeah. he's choosing to do more. Right. He's choosing right. to do this business because why? He's got a vision. That's right. That's and right. it's his fuel. It's fueling right. the fire. All right. So, Dr. Dorian, uh, welcome to my favorite part of the show. Welcome to the hustle round. Okay. This is where I'm going to ask you 10 quick fire questions. You'll have That's about cool. three seconds to answer each. It's just for fun. Don't overthink it. Are you ready, right. sir? I'm ready. Let's go. All right. What's your favorite thing about being an entrepreneur? Freedom. What's your least favorite thing? Uh, my least favorite thing about being an entrepreneur is on un, un, the unknown. The unknown. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> what you, now be real and transparent with us here. Okay. What are you most afraid of? Losing. Losing. Got it. And on a personal level, what are you struggling with right now? Uh, believing outside of my capacity. How do you mean that? Um, not demeaning uh, my skills and talents and believing that I actually can do what I believe I'm called to do. So self-doubt. Absolutely. Okay, got it. That's so human, right? Many yeah. of us struggle with that one. Yeah. What yeah. did you spend way too much time doing your first year in business? Uh, thinking. Or in this business, thinking, thinking. or overthinking Over. startup nation. Yeah. Uh, what secret? Yeah. <laughs> what secret fear do you have about people? Um, they're, they're not being as trustworthy as they led on to be. So a lack of trust. I get that one. Yeah. What do you wish you had learned sooner in business? Take the risk. Take the risk. Take the risk. What's a new habit you want to form? Um, definitely. I want to engage my peers more, my colleagues more, mm -hmm. not make decisions in silos. 
Mm, I get that one. Yeah. And what's a bad habit you want to break? Um, multitasking. Multitasking. Yep. Got yeah. that. And pick three words to describe who you are now. Um, I would say I'm uh, stronger. So strong. Um, I believe I'm innovative at this point in my life. And uh, definitely, I, I'm certainly free. Got it. Yeah. And pick three words to describe who you were when you first started the business. Uh, unsure, unsettled, and uh, nervous. Yeah. <laughs> and, and last question. If you could come back to life after you died, okay. look, look your family and friends, your spouse in the eye, and give them only one piece of, of advice about everything. Okay. What would you say to them? I would say to um, find out what you love to do early and only do that. Mm, that's such that's good advice. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I tell them. Man, that would have saved me so many years. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Any final wisdom? What's the one thing you want my listener to know about making their first 100K in 2020? Yeah, I would say as you as you you aim towards and you make your first 100K in, in 2020, the biggest thing I would give you is just make sure you have a succession plan. Um, don't celebrate just the 100K. 100K is going to come and go. If you're stuck celebrating and have a party at 100K, I think you're probably on your way to losing it. Uh, if your grandchildren can't keep the business up, if a stranger can't pick it up and take it on for you, you're not creating a legacy. This is just a small season that won't last a lifetime. So mm -hmm. sit down, make sure that your plan, your vision, and your strategy is sustainable and that your name will be great long after you're gone from this earth. Dr. Dorian, you're the first guest on this show to challenge my audience with the question, and the question is, Startup Nation, after you make your first 100K, what's your next move? Yep. Three moves, brother. Three moves. It's three the three moves. move principle by Dr. Dorian Williams. You can find him at strategybrother.com. Uh, any, um, anything, what do you, tell us about the book. I want to hear about yeah, the book. Yeah, yeah. Funny. Like I, my book will be out on MLK Day, January 20, 2020. You can get it on Amazon.com and it's uh, called Strategic Planning for Black Folk. Now, what and about us white folk? I'm telling you, I love the white folk too. And I wrote a little piece for the white folk in there too. And uh, it's funny. I write that in there. I say, hey, I love you. I need you to join hands with me uh, as we take this fight on. But the data drove me to it, Jay Warren. It did. I mean, the data, I, I, I said my first book, will be based on data. And the data said, this is who needs to be reached out to first. However, mm. this is a book for everyone. I, I, don't, I don't believe this is just for black folk. It's written through the lens of equity uh, and inequity. But however, this is something that I think everybody's going to glean from. Um, and it's really, truly, truly written from a layman's term. Um, I really pulled back from the Venn diagrams and Pareto principle and the Ishikawa diagrams and all that good stuff that sounds ridiculous. Uh, and just sitting down and calling what it is. Things like the three move principle. I help you in the book, write your own eulogy because I believe that that really removes the, uh, the what you think is important to you. And in the book, I tell you, I want you to write your own eulogy and then circle the adjectives that are most important to you. And then recreate core values around those adjectives. And you'll find a car is not in your eulogy. Your house is not in your eulogy. 
your your 501k is not in your eulogy it's going to get very simple for you did you love people did they love you did you help people what do you really want people to say about you and in the book i teach you to create core values around that principle and from that point forward the book teaches you to make decisions based on your core values mm. Startup Nation, go pick up uh, Dr. Dorian's book, Strategic Planning for Black Folk. I'll put the uh, link into our show notes here. Um, you can find the show notes and the podcast on iTunes, all the major platforms, but specifically go to josephwarren.net um, and see what I'm up to as well, right? Because I could really pour some value into your life. Yeah. Uh, what Dr. Dorian is saying is, hey, you may be winning in different areas of your business um, and your life, but there may be other areas that you've sacrificed that are suffering relationships that are, mean a lot to you and you just don't know how to turn them around or restore them. If you want help in those areas, that's specifically what I can add value to through spiritual coaching is to help you win in the areas that matter most so that you show up completely powerful, yeah. right? In your life, in all areas, but it really starts on the inside. And most of us live life from the outside in. And, and, and what I teach is a top-down, from your creator to you, inside-out approach, right? Because that's where your true peace and happiness is going to come from. So if you're into that, go to josephwarren.net. And Dr. Dorian, thanks for being on your first 100K. I wish you God's, le God's love, peace, and joy in your life, and Happy New Year. Got you, brother. God bless. Cheers. Startup Nation, you cannot show up authentically in your business without building faith in your business. If you want to have that conversation on the faith side of things, go check out my other podcast called Broken Catholic. On that show, I interview all different guests about why the world isn't working right now. Plus, I tackle unspeakable topics that you may secretly struggle with but won't admit. We got to get your faith right to get your business right. Go to BrokenCatholic.com. I'm Joseph Warren, and you were made for greatness. So stop being a wuss and start being a winner. Have a blessed day, and I'll see you right back here next week.